Producers note, this episode contains strong language. Headphones suggested. Enjoy. How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Hello, hello. Is there somebody there? Hey. Well, look at that. Nice to meet you, sir. All right, we're trying to get your audio going. I'm just fucking with you. I don't know if I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Dr. Joe, Tom, and this is Mark Stiles, Stiles Law, who is my, these are my co-hosts. So oh, have, how are you doing, Mark? Doing well, Mr. McAfee. How are you, my friend? I'm just fine. I'm assuming you're looking at me in this monitor. I'm seeing you guys stare off into space, which is oh, fine. Oh, got a webcam at oh, sorry. Let me do this. Now no, I'm no, hey, no, you don't have to do anything. I'm just... It, it just uh, my mind is is grappling with the reality of of our joint situation here. So I got it. it now. You're looking at me on a monitor. I'm looking at you sideways. I got no problems. No, but 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 this actually is really important. This is part of what we struggle with in telepsychiatry all the time. Is how do you set up the monitors so that the, and you're not my patient. I'm just 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 getting that out right there right away. But so that the person <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking and listening with them, you know, so I apologize. Is there a way where we can at least fix some of that so that- No, no, please, please don't, please do not. I'm perfectly comfortable. I was a, it was simply an observation uh, of my situational uh, awareness. Uh, I'm always, you know, where, the, where am I? What's happening? What are these guys looking at? Uh, like you're watching a football. I go, oh, you're probably looking at me. So no problem. Yeah, now so I'm we've with got you. it. We've got it set up where we've got you up on a monitor. We've got you on it, the line. No problem. We're loving the fact. This gives me a terrific advantage. You do understand. Uh, yes, and, and that's, doctor, that's why uh, doctor, you're you're a psychologist, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Uh, worse, yeah. Pardon? I'm a psychiatrist. It's much worse than a psychologist. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, you guys are really tragic, but but uh, you know, I'll let that be for now. Um, but you know, as a, as a psychiatrist, yes. that me looking at you, watching me off to the side somewhere, gives me the God perspective on this whole procedure, right? Uh, I am now disassociated from what you guys, because you guys are talking to someone, clearly not me, because I'm here. <laughs> So, so I'm watching you guys talk to somebody, and I can listen to the guy respond, which is actually me, but see, I'm from a different perspective now. Uh, I would rule this fucking conversation, but I'm not going to. And actually, I couldn't now because I'm stoned, drunk, and I'm having another bottle of wine. Anyway, continue, gentlemen. So, so John, <laughs> we're recording now. You know and aware of that, and you love that, right? We're going to put it out to the world to share who you are oh, oh my god i'm terrified uh, I, I'm, I was assuming i was assuming you're recording for the very moment if i came on because that. that's my I best stuff did. yeah I what's coming it. after this is just going to be rote boring shit so no way you missed the best 
Uh, which is precisely why I really wanted the cameras to be fucking on me so that I could be looking right at you. But nonetheless, it is what it is. So it's great. So listen, It is, yes. So a couple of things. First of all, uh, I, I have a memory of Belize myself. I know this is sort of out of nowhere, but I was there in, back in 1981 when I worked for CARE, International Aid and Development. Uh, went down there. The Falkland crisis was just happening. It was yep. good beautiful country but that's yeah well i was there i was there just whoa let's see uh, um maybe eight years before you uh, traveling i was traveling through mexico with my girlfriend in a in a hippie van and then wandered into belize since that's right south of the yucatan um yeah it's a different country now yeah <laughs> well yeah the british are long gone yeah. And um, the the uh, the government that that country produced is <laughs> is like nothing on earth uh, because I got um, five years up uh, starting in two thousand and seven. Uh, in any case, we digress. Uh, my 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 fault. No, no, no. I, it, it's wonderful. Um, and I, if we could just give a shout out to Janice also for, for helping put this together because she's wonderful in communicating and, and told us everything. So really just want to let her know how much we appreciate it. Hey, my bitch. <laughs> a, shout, a shout out to you from the crew. Oh, thank okay. you, Janice. <laughs> now, this is the best executive assistant in the entire world. You know, while well, at some of my companies I've paid, as much as a half a million dollars a year for a good executive assistant. And Janice has outdone them all. All I had to do was marry her. Now, so you get smart as you get old. I'm just telling people, as uh, Doc, you already know. Thanks. <laughs> hey, John, how's the, how's the, yes. the 2020 campaign going? Are we going to see you on a debate stage? No, probably not. Um, See, even if I win, even if I, oh, you'll see me on, on the libertarian debate stages when probably starting a couple of weeks before the convention. Yes. And I'm not going to bother any earlier than that. Libertarians have extraordinarily short memories. So uh, anything that happened a month before is in the so far distant past uh, that it, it does not relate uh, anymore to the libertarian mindset. So uh, I'm going to start. Uh, probably maybe 10 days before the convention. Why? Because that's all people are going to remember anyway. Right. Um, but even if I win the nomination, which is strange, you know, I, I, I have no real organization. I've got a bunch of radical uh, millennials out there uh, that are foaming at the mouth to get something like me <laughs> in, the, in the president's office. Uh, God, would that be a nightmare by me if I were really elected uh, and if I were actually willing to do the job, which I'm not. Holy shit, I would go down within the first week as the worst president ever. Um, I mean, it would be so shocking. You know, people would be passing out in disbelief. So no, uh, you don't want me as president. But you will see me on the debate stage for the uh, Libertarian um, Convention, for sure. And, and certainly, I, certainly I hope on John Stossel on Fox because every four years, uh, that's what we do. We do our national debate on Fox News. Um, but beyond that, no, you probably won't see me. 
Uh, and and it, listen, it doesn't matter who the president is, people. It does not. Uh, I mean, you imagine presidents have this awesome power uh, to do what they want, um, or even the things they're limited in. Those limitations are seriously awesome. Well, no, but presidents make decisions, but not in a vacuum, people. They make decisions based entirely on information. I mean, it's like presidents are programs. You feed the data in, and it spits the data out just like you want. I mean, here's an example. The second Gulf War, Bush didn't want to go to war with Iraq. It was the CIA who wanted to go to war. No, CIA never tells anybody what they want. But the CIA was and has been McAfee's biggest customer since 1987. And I have good friends within the CIA, and I know exactly how these mofos work. First of all, they call presidents transients. Mm. Another transient coming in. They don't give a shit who it is. Trump, Hillary, uh, derelict from the street makes no difference. No difference at all to the CIA because they're ruling the show. So in any case, they, they decide that Iraq is too powerful and we're going to bomb them into the Stone Age. <coughs> and it got urgent and they said, we've got to do it immediately. So they send two people into the president, one for every congressman, senator, simultaneously that afternoon. The president's uh, people said, Mr. President, I'm very sorry to disturb your busy day. However, uh, we have a matter of utmost urgency, uh, the likes of which we have not seen, Mr. President, since World War II. Uh, now, Mr. Mr. President, please sit down. Um, we just discovered, Mr. President, that Iraq has nuclear weapons of terrible potential. Uh, and beyond that, they have missiles capable of delivering these nuclear weapons to our closest ally, which is England. And Mr. President, we, we have information that the, um, there will be an attack on London, uh, uh, perhaps as early as tomorrow. Now, Mr. President, we are not here to advise you. Oh, no, 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 no. And thank God this is on your shoulders, Mr. President, and not on ours. <laughs> However, sir, uh, you do need to understand the, uh, the urgency of this matter. Our job, sir, is to inform and nothing else. And we have done our job. And Mr. President, I think no president before you has faced a matter of such grave urgency. Four hours later, we bombed Iraq into the fucking Stone Age. But Do you understand? I'm sorry? Simultaneously, they were all getting into the House, Senate, and getting in their ear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. No, it's not just a president. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. That wouldn't work. Oh, it's a they, big lie. Listen. They've got about 5,000 necessary puppets in Washington. I mean, going all the way down to third level managers in some places, okay? That when they want something done, they go and tell them information, which makes it happen, please. It's information that's the power, not the seat in the Oval Office. <laughs> that's like an AI, like a program you feed it data. And you know, if you give it this data, such and such will come out, please. God, this is how it works. 
And yet we're talking about personalities and, oh, what's even worse, parties, left, right, uh, conservative and uh, liberal, pro-gun and anti-gun, uh, pro-abortion and anti-abortion, and pro-immigration and anti-immigration, and pro and anti every fucking noun in the entire English language, if you'd go deep enough. <laughs> Do you see what a charade this is? Because from this morass of of clash and um, warfare without blood, in most cases, um, that from this clash, uh, something is going to pop out as the leader. <laughs> A transient motherfucker who is ignorant of almost everything except how to smile, be charismatic, and project an image that if you vote for me, I will save your sorry asses. That <laughs> this people is what you're doing. And you're voting, by the way, for someone who, <laughs> let's face it, I mean, Prima facie, I mean, on the surface, uh, who spends maybe a hundred million dollars to get a job, paying three hundred thousand. Now, now, my mom and dad told me that if things don't add up, <laughs> then they don't add up, and and you're, you're voting for what doesn't add up anymore. Now, you can't blame Trump, you can't blame Clintons, you can't blame Bushes. You can't even blame the fucking CIA because it's the idiots that we voted for that allowed this monstrosity to occur. Now, I'm not saying they're evil people, the CIA. Fuck no. They're probably the most patriotic in the world. I mean, think about it. There are people in the CIA who speak 35 fucking languages and spent 50 years studying the nuances of international relations, political alliances, religion, culture, sexual habits, you fucking name it, they know it. And you've got some asshole who's here for four fucking years and you're going to turn over to him any power at all? Wake the fuck up. People, use your goddamn heads. You have been hoodwinked into believing that this fucking charade <laughs> is real life. So and even those in it believe it is real life. Presidents, you think presidents know they've been bamboozled and manipulated and strings attached? No, they don't fucking know. They feel a sense of power. No, no, no. Dude, you're an AI that pushes whatever button they tell you to fucking push. End of story. And they don't tell you by going, do this. No. Oh, Mr. President, please sit down uh, in a way that you can't fucking refuse. Do you understand? So, God, people wake up. When you anyway, were, when you were the CEO of, of a company, was information presented to you as well in this way? And were you forced to sort of make these decisions? You all the time, all the time. But this is why CEOs get paid so fucking much. Do you understand? We know how the system works. 
And so if the people working for me tell me one thing, and they all tell me the same fucking thing right off the bat, I know something is up. Please, God, see the truth of this. You're never going to get a bunch of competing people, everybody wanting to rise up the ladder, who are going to agree on anything ever. And suddenly they're all agreeing, this is what we need to do. Yes, okay, thank you, I understand. Let me take this under consideration. Then I go outside. I mean, I go to a sounding board like Nolan Bushnell. Now, both Nolan has been on the, one of the board members of uh, MGT when I was the CEO of MGT. Nolan Bushnell, in case, oh God, no one's old enough to even know who he was. Atari, the founder of the first video game company. Um, and Chuck E. Cheese Pizza and on and on and on. Uh, anyway, so Nolan, I'll, I'll bounce it off of him. He may even come out and sit for a while. And then I'll ignore whatever my people tell me because I know they're in collusion for something. They've either been all paid off by a competitor um, or there's a, a uh, somebody within this group who owns a lot of stock and your higher level employees always do. Uh, they're going to do a hostile takeover. Who fucking knows? But of course, this is, this is the human condition. And the people, we are loyal and kind and generous, compassionate. Simultaneously, we are greedy, fearful, jealous, angry, discontented mofos. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if you're going to depend on one half of that equation, you had better carry gallons of Vaseline with you wherever you go because you will be fucked up the ass mm. constantly. So um, can we can we go back a little further then? You're, I mean, you're famous for many. Oh, am I, in this, am I am I in a therapy session? Maybe I, mean, I hope. Well, I well, hope so. That would be hot, man. Okay, uh, if that's well, let me let me share. So there, let totally me, there. That's what you want. <coughs> let me share. Oh fuck yes! Let, let me let me fuck share. yes. I mean, what, listen, why didn't you offer that to me right up front? Awesome. We could have saved all this fucking time on nonsense, yeah. and we could have been having some fun. We, yeah, know, let's do some therapy, Doc. We can, we can <laughs> make another appointment if you'd like. There's always, there will always be time in my schedule for you. Oh, I would say I won't have any other time. I mean, you, you <laughs> need to know my life is managed by this beautiful, gorgeous woman here called my wife, Miss Janice. Um, and... Listen, I don't have a second to spare outside of what she tells me to do. And to try to get on her schedule again, I, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, uh, unless you know, you, you're coming with, with uh, you know, four tons of you know, cocaine or something, in which case, oh, yes, you can probably work in. We'll, we'll try to work something out. But, but in the meantime, um, okay, let's do it. So, so yeah. Okay, so let, let, let me talk then first, all right? Okay. Because I'm, I'm in therapy. You don't even know what my fucking problem is yet, right? So let me tell you my problem. Wait, wait, wait. Well, let me, why would you assume you have a problem at right. all? Hmm. I'm sorry? Why would you assume you have a problem at all? That's well, I'm, here's, because it's not an assumption. Here's the issue. I'm living in the issues, which okay. no one else is, right? And, 
90% of my problems would disappear if anybody could live in these shoes for just one hour, like an hour, day, night, I promise you, <laughs> you'll have a different opinion. No, so here's my problem, and it is a problem. Problem meaning it takes more time than it should uh, and delivers zero value in return. Now, that's a problem, don't you think? If I have to spend time doing something for which I get no return, you know, like digging a hole and filling it up again, and then digging the same hole and filling it up again. Now, is that not a problem? It, it, it's certainly a repetition of something that seems to give you no yield. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, for most people, Walking away from that hole is the simplest of all things. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't walk away from the hole that I'm constantly digging and filling up. And that is the hole created by a thing called fame, or power, or who gives a fuck what you call it. It suddenly separates you from every other human being on the fucking planet. Everyone, even others, bearing the same fucking burden that you're bearing. You can't even commune with them. Why? <laughs> we all have the same problem. <clears throat> we have no more friends. We have no more lovers. We have no more family. Yeah, we still have them, of course, yeah. But suddenly, every single person in my life changed overnight into some other invasion of the fucking body snatchers. Were friends who were relaxed and giggly and laughing with me, they all wanted to spend more time with me now. And rather being relaxed in themselves, I, I noticed they're laughing at shit they wouldn't have laughed at uh, two years before. Um, and, and if you are smart and observant and you have some situational awareness at all, you suddenly realize, I did, at least, I am alone in this fucking world. Now, I've always known that, and metaphorically and, and intellectually, we know that, of course. We're all alone. We are. We were born alone. We will die alone. And nothing is going to follow your sorry ass into the grave. And not even the keys to the car, unless your wife throws them in anger at the casket uh, as it's being lowered. So, no, nothing goes with you, people. Nothing. We all know that. However, it's a different world where suddenly it springs into life where you are fucking alone. Why are, I mean, this is the world I live in. Janice is, is sitting three feet from me in front of me. You will verify in front of Janice at my age of 70 fucking four, women who are dropped dead gorgeous supermodels come up to me and hand me fucking hotel keys in front of Janice knowing who she is. And this has happened how many times, baby? Lots of times. Pardon? Lots of times. Brother. Lots of times. Lots. I mean, on cruises, when we go on, 
four or five times a fucking day. Now, I'm not a stupid man. <laughs> I, I think perhaps I, I look like I'm more than a 28-year-old bodybuilding hulk of, uh, you know, of some Greek god. No, I'm fucking 74, an old goddamn man. Uh, so I know you're not after me for a good fuck, are you? <laughs> but what are you after me for? It is something that you would risk all of this. I had a man from his wife once, and this was last year, again, while Janice was with me. And when she's not with me, I mean, holy fuck. Oh, we went to, I, I keynoted DEFCON in Las Vegas in 2014, I think, maybe 2014. And, um, I had 25 security guards around me that were provided by the conference because that was right after I had come back from Belize and I was sort of a superstar for the, <laughs> for the young. And, and again, again, Janice is with me here. So with these 25 men surrounding me as I'm leaving the stage, a woman jumps up, rips open her blouse and says, please autograph my tits. <laughs> so, and the guards just pushed her aside. That sounds crazy, I know, please God, it does. But it's my life. Now, none of these women give a flying fuck for me. They want to get the, the reflected light of some imaginary radiance that they all, you know, uh, delude themselves actually exists around me. Well, I mean, you're watching me here, there's not much radiance around this old part, is there? This is who I fucking am, people. Right. And yet, my life is nothing but people wanting proximity. Fucking proximity. So and, and, and so now, that's my problem. Um, now, it's because I can't, I, I, I can't trust Janice, and she knows this, right? I would be an idiot to trust my wife. <laughs> she knows this, which is why we are still together. Mm. Which is why we are still together. When she hands me something to drink, 100% of the cases, she takes it and drinks it first mm. and hands it to me. The same with food. If she brings me a plate, she will take the fork and taste every item on the fucking plate. Mm. I would not have it any other fucking way because I know the truth of life. And to me, it does not matter whether Janice is with me <coughs> for love or money or whatever. What's fun is she's with me. <laughs> I, I get to go to bed with this gorgeous uh, black chunk of Africa uh, manifest as motherfucking Earth coming to bed with me. Well, that's all I care about anymore. Nevertheless, I long for those days where I, in delusion, because everybody's in the same boat I'm in, you just don't see it as clearly. You think it's unique to me, but no, you all are living the same goddamn life I'm living. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so it's not unique. It's mine is merely magnified and exaggerated so that I can't deny it. I can't turn my head from it. It is the cartoon of life that is constantly in front of my fucking eyes.
it's now doc do you think i'm crazy or or should i just chill no 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 because in, in some ways I, I mean i'm i'm relating to this from my own childhood because when i was a kid i was on a tv show that made me couldn't walk down the street <coughs> knowing who i was um and you know with that world for for many years and then really did sort of step away from it i'm not sure i mean listening to you talk I don't know whether, you know, whether it has the same sort of intensity of yours, obviously, but I can absolutely relate to what it was like to not have that privacy, to walk down the street and have people I know just talking and some coming up brave enough to ask for an, for a, for an autograph. And I guess as I'm, as I'm listening to you talk, and I, and I so appreciate, really do appreciate you chatting with us, I want to be sure that that we haven't just sort of recreated that thing for you again. Here you are talking with complete strangers again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. And I've 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 asked Janice to get all of your email addresses and home addresses. I'm going to send you a hate mail uh, for the rest of my life. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you will not, not be alone. You will not be the only one. <laughs> but, but but I do I I I. I get shrinky and I, I can't help it. So, so here's, here's sort of what, what I wonder about with you in particular. Here's this guy, I don't know very much about your childhood, of course, as a child psychiatrist, I would love to know more about that and how that maybe propelled you into a world in which really, it seems to me that, but, that you were trying to protect a whole bunch of people by creating antiviral software. So information would be real and not fake. Then something happens and it's like, what happened? And how do you manage that? So I, I, I can't help it, John. I, I, I really, that's part of, of, of what's fascinating, but who am I to ask? You know me from nothing, but I'm fascinated that you do one interview after, how many interviews do you do a week? Uh, 15, 20. Right, and so, so it's-, it's but, but listen, but listen, that's not work for me. This isn't work for me. Okay. Um, listen, I, I stopped last year, okay, with the last two press with RT, which I turned down, it says no more. I, even RT, and I love those people, okay, Russian television way better than anything in America, I'll tell you this. But in any case, I've even RT, I said no more. Because it's meaningless crap you're on for three from three minutes to five minutes. And if you get five minutes, you're God or someone like that. Well, fuck me, you know, I, I, I can't even figure out what's happening in my life in five minutes, you know. Um and, and so on the mainstream media, everything is formulated. And, oh, and you can't say certain words. Um, uh, it's crazy. And, and they interrupt you every five seconds because the truth is it's the commentators. Uh, you know, the women wearing, I mean, sex, sexy leathers on news. I don't know what's happening, but I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Just mm -hmm. observing. Um, <laughs> that it's all about the common. So anyway, I so just stop doing it. Now with these, I don't know if you have any real followers or not. I don't check into this shit. Janice sometimes does. Uh, you could just be three guys going, what if we get McAfee to talk with us for 45 minutes? I don't fucking know, but I don't care. 
Do you understand? Because I am talking to three reasonable, well, I don't know, the two guys on either side. Do they speak, Doc? Um, They're being very polite. I mean, I, they nod. I've seen nods and smiles. Well, I think um, I'm here. Whoa, 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 whoa. It speaks. It speaks. <laughs> I, I think the value you bring, John, is to just let you go, right? Is to open, open up dialogue and just listen because what you say is fascinating. And I think more people need to hear what you're saying. So, although we may be helping to perpetuate this, this heroism, this omnipresence that you have going right now, and you are a hero, and that may be something that is bothersome. And we're using that, but I really truly believe our audience doesn't know who you are. Our audience hasn't heard some of the fascinating things that you're saying. And I think everybody needs to hear what you're saying. And as a therapy session, this is about getting you talking, right? Right. But I'll say this, John. So our show. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm taking this as therapy. I'm not paying you motherfuckers, though. Is that clear? <laughs> I mean. So John, if this was a scam to get me to pay you $300, it ain't working. Just let me know now. You'll, get our, know. you'll get our PayPal link after. It's, it's, it's John. You have no idea who you're really talking to. So, John, one, one of the questions I did write down was, was, what are you listening to, right? You're speaking, you're talking, you're sending out your message. What are you listening to? And with that, you'll see when you start listening to the Dr. Joe show. We, re we recognize you probably haven't yet, but start with episode number one, where we talk about Dr. Joe's um, approach to the human behaviors and all. But I've joked many times because I'm not a shrink. I was actually a guest that was going to self-serve, right? I'm going to go in. He's an anxiety specialist, stress specialist. I'm in the proactive legal world, right? We're not litigators, but we try to be proactive so we understand the stress in people, the anxiety in people. And I said, yeah, I'll come on your show. We've known each other for a while. I love this man. He's a brilliant, brilliant individual and mentor for me. But I'll come on your show and I'll get some sound bites. I'll get some sound bites that I could send out to my community to understand that I'm here helping guide people and advise them in a in a safe and stress-free way as opposed to other attorneys, right? So two days later, he calls me up and he's like, want to be my co-host? And I'm like, no, man, no. <laughs> like, I'm busy. I got shit to do. I've got all sorts. So I decided to do it 60 episodes later. The joke is, it's my live therapy, <laughs> right? So I sit across the table and we just, we just go and I've learned and become so much more self-aware john it's 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 amazing but listening to you guys is is fascinating so i'm going to sit here and not get in the way but thank you for <laughs> fair <laughs> fair enough listen i i i never started out with a goal to help people and i still do not have that goal um my goal has simply been one thing who the fuck am i it's been a question since I was 13. I don't know why it came to me at 13, same time as puberty. That's very strange. But in any case, um, I'm just trying to understand me. And the weirdest fucking thing happens. The more I understand me, the more my heart and mind just naturally in the moment does shit to help people. I think Janice will tell you this. I, there is no human being, nor animal, nor animal that comes anywhere near me that I don't embrace. 
I, I, I mean, I will try literally to embrace them. The humans are a little more difficult than animals. Dogs, <laughs> they let you embrace them right away. Oh, hey, a friend, yeah, you know. Cats, nah, fuck me, you gotta fuck with those motherfuckers for three or four minutes, right? I don't know, I don't know what sort of person you are. And, uh, let me rub up against you for a minute and, no. Um, but people, people you, you can't be your true self with, without uh, upsetting apple carts. And I don't like doing upsetting apple carts without good cause. And so, so that's really the, the whole approach that I've developed. It's called the I am approach. And it's, it's trying to look at people without that judgment. And you know, there's a, there's a whole spiel to it, but the bottom line is let's look again at why we do what we do. And think about the words, look again, again, look. Again, to repeat something, look like a spectator. That's mm. that why people do what they do without judging. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, my 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 advantage in all of this is that for thirty years, I've been nothing but a spectator. Yeah. I can't play the game with people anymore because the game is too complicated. With every new person comes a new game. Mm. And the game is always the same. Let's get closer. We can do, you know. Um, while I've been with Janice, I've been poisoned three times by my staff. Three times. And she will verify this. Um, Janice herself, for the first two years of our marriage, was working with people to try to help collect me for money. This is my life, people. Now, people go, oh my God, you're still with her? Well, fuck yes. <laughs> I know much more about her now than I do some new wench that walks in that I know nothing about and have to start over again with square one to find out not who this woman is, but how do I protect myself from this specific threat? Because if it's sleeping in the bed with you and you are someone like me, <laughs> <laughs> it's a threat. Mm -hmm. End of story. Now, you may call that paranoia, please. You may call it what you wish, but you walk in these fucking shoes, and I promise you. <laughs> it ain't paranoia. I'm sorry? I am. This is who I am. I matter. End of story. End of story. Call it, I don't care what label you put on it. It's still what I am. So I don't give a shit what label you yeah. want to put on this. <laughs> but, but the I am, we are influenced by four domains. Your home domain. I'm sorry? I said that we are, we are always responding to four domains. This is, this is, this is my whole approach. I developed this starting back in 1982. We respond the best we can to four domains. Your home domain, the social domain, which is everything else, the biological domain of your brain and body, are you hungry, are you tired, are you digesting lunch, are you drinking Chablis? Is it Chablis or Chardonnay? I don't fucking know. Okay, fine. I mean, I, it's either <laughs> white or red in my world. Right. And then, <laughs> and then the, the fourth domain is called the I see. How do I see myself? How do I think other people see me? Human beings are very interested in what other people think or feel. We call that empathy. But what we really want to know is what are you thinking about me? And I believe we respond to these four domains the best we can. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree fully. And, and unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, I wish I had more. If you have one more, Ms. Janice, Ms. Janice, how much? I have one more question. I have, 
Okay. Two, the first question that everybody can <laughs> ask everyone, small changes have big effects. What small change can you recommend that other people make in their lives so that they can reach whatever their own definition of success may be? <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's a serious question. Um, it, 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 it implies, however, something which I'm not sure I, I, I believe in, okay. uh, changing yourself. Okay. I, I've been, and I'm just saying from my perspective, I have been unable to change a single thing within me. Not my anger, not my love, not my compassion, nor my jealousy. Neither any thought that I've ever had, nor any desire that I have or still have. Now, so I'm the last person in the world uh, to <laughs> recommend the change because I've never been able to do one. So I'm weak in that regard, but you might consider something else which is equally as good. Okay. And that is rather than trying to change yourself, accept yourself for what you are, end of fucking story. After you've done that, no one needs to tell you anything because your heart and your mind will be one thing and you need no more instruction. And don't change because fuck me, I can't tell you how to do that. And if, if, if anybody's ever changed themselves, please God, email me or, or I will give me your address and I will come on my knees. But you can accept yourself fully and what does that mean the good what you think is the bad anger is bad bullshit anger has a goddamn purpose else we would not have it in our genes you have a child that keeps putting their hand close to the stove you're gonna let the hand get burned off no jimmy well goddamn the tone of that voice grabs a fucking child's attention. So everything has a purpose, people. Every part of you is meant to be here. Even those that the religious or the righteous or your parents or your friends or your teachers may think are bad, fuck them. You choose. That's right. And you'll find that you have no choice. Then you embrace that reality. And after that, fuck me. <laughs> you, you need no more instruction. So I'll leave you with that. That is part of the I am, is accepting who you are. The second rule of the I am, I want you to comment on this. I know you're out of time. Because the four domains interconnect, because everyone is, has an I am, and you're part of someone's home or social domain, you have an effect on their biological domain by the way you treat them, which they interpret through their I see domain, how I see myself, how I think you see me. The second rule of the I am, you control no one, you influence everyone. You get to choose the kind of influence you want to be. So what kind of influence do you want? I, I, I don't want to be any influence whatsoever. This is the, the frank truth. Um, see, I, I just, I may be either younger than you or older than you, um, but I, I don't see any difference between the three of you motherfuckers and me. I agree. I mean, why should I be a separate fucking entity when I can't see a difference 
everything that's happened in my life has happened to you, not in terms of the details, the places, uh, the guns or lack of guns or any of that shit. No, in terms of that feeling of experience of elevation or fear or outright terror or love or tenderness or those moments of bliss lying in the sun. Oh, fuck me. All of us have experienced that sameness. So you tell me where I end and you begin. If you can point that out to me and I can understand it, then I can answer that question. But I see no difference between us. And therefore, we are not alone. We are not alone. <laughs> well, yes, we are. But that's a very deeper discussion. Well, let me, let me start it with you. With you. <laughs> no, it's an aloneness, my friend. <laughs> of a different magnitude entirely. So let us, let's follow through with this. We are in fact all one, uh, one. And the magnificence magnified by our numbers makes this incredible joy. But now who do we share it with? Because if you tell me with each other, then I'm gonna start over again. We're all one, so stop that shit. <laughs> no. Who do we share it with? Well, that's the fucking problem. And I have, I have, listen, only on things like acid, DMT, does shit like this really matter? But if you're all, whoops, if you guys were all on LSD right now, that statement, I would walk away leaving you in the most hellishly introspective state, which I would never do. Um, but yes, that's the question. But that's for another time. Thank you very much, my friends. Thank you, sir. Thank you, John. Thank you. All right. Another time, I hope. All right. Did he do it for love or was he just being wild? Who knows? Van Stretch the canvas, brush with madness. Is it sadness or just a show? Van Gogh, go, 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 go. Van Gogh.